Talking high school sports, here's Mo and Chris. Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. As we do our best to bring you the best in high school sports coverage across Southern Middle Tennessee and beyond, if at all possible. Welcome into our friends down in Franklin County. Listening in on WZWAX, we appreciate you as well. We are certainly excited to be on down there and talking about 8 AAA when we can. Uh, on Tuesdays, though, we typically get a chance to talk to our friends from the Williamson Herald. And I enjoy talking to my friends from the Williamson Herald. Uh, this week we have Charles Pulliam. And he will join us. And he's brought to you by, guess who? The Williamson Herald. The Williamson Herald. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, they are the only locally owned print and digital media company in Williamson County. And they have been the leader in local sports coverage for the last 15 years. Uh, much in part to Charles Pulliam, Joe Williams. They cover county prep sports from Brentwood to Spring Hill, Fairview to Nolansville. And if you want the best in sports coverage in Williamson County... There's nowhere better. Daily news blasts. Uh, they bring the scores right to your mailbox, uh, your your email, and they print on Thursdays. So that'll give you a glimpse to the weekend's games and recognize the prep players of the week with photos from Charles Pulliam. Mm. Kills it. Subscribe to them. 615-790-6465. Sign up on the website, williamsonherald.com. Charles, welcome in. How's it going? It's going, it's going. Uh, ready for another busy week. Starting tonight. Yeah, yeah. Starting last uh, night. Well, well, there was actually some fun stuff last night, too. That's right, yeah. I looked at that uh, the Summit Girls game against Page. That was actually a pretty big district matchup, a makeup game. Um, Summit, 44-34 winners. That was a fun one. I was a little surprised by that. Were you? A little bit. I knew there was a lot riding in that one. You get Delaney No playing against your former team, and you know I I didn't realize it would slow down as much like that. But No No finds a way. She's coming off a twenty four point outing and had seventeen last night. And uh, man, the Summit Summit girls just been dominating the boards. I think too. You know what was interesting about that game was two things. One, Delaney No finishes with seventeen points, but she did not have a three pointer in that game. Um, yeah. And two, I had spoken with John Wild just before the game because I happened to be at Summit for something else that we'll be getting to here in a bit. But, you know, um, Claudette Runk has a, um, a broken thumb. She's mm-hmm. out. They are, they are a little shorthanded there. And I think it's reflecting a little bit in their offense or lack thereof. I mean, they scored 44 points last night, but they are, um, they have, They've kind of struggled on the offensive end a little bit, which obviously puts a little bit more pressure on you defensively. Holding Page to 34 is a pretty nice effort on that end, but um, I I think John Wild would like to find some more points somewhere. I think so, too. And I think he's looking to, like, a Bergen Ali and Emma Kate Bratton, girls like that to really, really step in. I mean, you're going to get your, you know, 10 to 15 from an Ellie Colson. 
and you're, you know, you're 15 and 20 from a Delaney no most of the time, but you need, you need more out there. And Claudette was actually one of those girls that could really help spread the floor out a little more. So without her for a while, I mean, she's in a cast. Um, and I, I think that's the left hand, but regardless, you know, still just, she's not going to be practicing shooting around or her golf swing for, for quite a while. Or her softball um, swing. There you go. Yeah, she's one of those true all-around athletes, and uh, she's a she's a utility player for that team as well. So uh, that that is a tough loss, but they do have some players that can step up. Um, and I think it it starts with with Bergen and Emma K for sure. I think also Sydney Wright gives them a nice alternative down in the paint as well. You know, either if Colson gets in some foul trouble or if they decide to go really big in the paint. Exactly, and that. She's, she's just like Ellie. She's got good footwork. She uses her size well. Um, yeah, I, I'm a big fan of her as well. And it, I think that's maybe something they could do then is kind of slow the ball down and go a little bigger and just do a one-two in the paint with those two. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think Sydney might have had six or seven last night as well. I think Nicole Rosani gives them a nice little burst off the bench as well. Mm-hmm. She's another one of those, those fun guards that John has. And you'll see Coach, uh, Coach Wild, um, you know, he, uh, he's constantly directing, and he's one of the players that uh, she, he's on a lot on, on Rosani. But uh, that's because I think he sees a lot of potential in her. And uh, when I was at that Brentwood game on uh, Saturday, they upended the fifth-ranked Lady Bruins, and um, Rosani had 13. And <laughs> A big 13. A uh, couple three-point plays. Um, they were just extending uh, extending their lead in transition, and Rosani was fearless going to the basket. Against, like, a Sophie Roston and, and other players like that for Brenton, Roston is the all-time leader in blocks, boys or girls at that school. And uh, Rosani's going right at her. <laughs> You know, those um those back-to-back wins for Summit, you know, last night defeating Page 44-34 on Saturday, defeating Brentwood <laughs> by about 20. Do you know do you remember yeah. the exact final score, Charles? Uh 56-37 I think was the final. We've seen everywhere from 56 to 59 for Summit. Yeah, um I was just <laughs> realizing that uh I was looking up uh here on um, Coach T and I see fifty nine thirty seven. Um, I uh, yeah, I was there. It was fifty six thirty seven. Okay, well, we have final confirmation. We've seen fifty six. We've seen fifty eight. We've seen fifty nine. We we didn't know. We just knew that Summit won and they won by about twenty. But those two yeah. wins are pretty big, and from the standpoint that they had just lost consecutive games to Spring Hill last week on um. Wednesday and then again on Friday. So nice, nice bounce back for no the doubt. Spartan women. Mm-hmm. And that you talk about those Spring Hill. They got uh, they got ran out of the gym on Wednesday, and then they come back and they make up some fourteen points, but they still come up shy on Friday. Um, yeah, I in a way I hope those two teams can see each other again. That Spring Hill girls team. Speaking of ranked teams, that's someone that should be ranked. Uh, Seeing what they could do in this district is pretty wild. Again, talking to um, Coach Wild yesterday afternoon, just in passing, and he he seemed to feel like, you know, there's two tiers to 11 AAA this year. There's about five teams that that 
on any given night can beat any of the other five and then that then it drops off pretty precipitously with that said summit going to centennial tonight in a double header um the spartan women should continue to get well yes i think so too and then like you talk about some of those those tier levels there um summit's right near the top of that i think they go to seven and two uh in the in the district that's matched up there with Brentwood. Uh, Paige is actually, I think, only a two-loss team as well. Um, but those girls uh, have yet to play play Brentwood again, and uh, I think they play Spring Hill twice um, next week. So they have a tough gauntlet, and it's still a game against Summit on uh, in February as well. Ravenwood girls are a feisty group, too. They got Reagan Grimes, uh, Lexi Erickson, Great one-two punch there. Um, I think they got three losses, but yeah, Centennial is one of those teams that uh, actually kind of curious to to take a look at because they're uh, they have uh, only five players as of late. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, very unique situation there, and I, I still don't know all about it because I haven't had the opportunity to actually see them. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, they're they're playing with five. Well, I guess I guess that's better than playing with four. <laughs> yeah, there's so that. true. Yeah, so true. Okay, um, kind of a short slate in district play tonight for eleven AAA with um, Summit at Centennial, Ravenwood at at Dixon County, and Brentwood at Spring Hill. Yeah, um, which makes up for. Uh, you know, having a pretty busy night. I know, I know one spot where you're probably gonna be hanging out. I'm going to Brentwood High anyway because we got some sweet wrestling happening there. Looking forward to that. Um, <laughs> the 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 region, well, the District 14 slash Region 7 duels. Unfortunately, Metro Nashville is just returning to athletic competition this week, and so um, obviously those wrestling programs did not feel like they would be in position to. Um, to compete at the region duels level. And so um, they are taking it off. And so whoever comes out of this district 14 um, tournament will represent region seven in the postseason, and, and they will go into sectionals for the first time in some time against the region eight champions and runner-up we are visiting with charles pulliam of the williamson herald he is presented by the williamson herald and charles um we're on the uh, we're on the parks motor sales hotline listen with we charles got too pulliam many of the williamson herald we got too many sponsors well, we, charles no, never no, never no don't don't say that i'm just kidding but um Charles, um, as I was saying before, I was so rudely interrupted. Uh, what you've probably seen more wrestling than I have, and I'm a little ashamed to say that. But what are your thoughts going into tonight? Oh, um, well, you know, we have uh, we got Summit, we got Indy, we got Centennial and Brentwood, and I think it's Brentwood, Indy, and Summit Centennial mm-hmm. matching up here at the early first round of that district uh, duels, and um, you know, we got. Uh, I've seen all four of those teams, not in dual action, but in tournament action. I was at uh, Summit's clincher last week against Page, and they're the uh, they're the standouts of the four for sure. Um, 
Coach Pete Miller's just got such a great young group there where he's got a gauntlet of young freshmen that just makes a difference. Jarvis Little, uh, 120. Um, man, he's 26 and 2, I think, on the year. He's got, uh, there's another freshman, Landon Sell. He's a two, two lost kid on the year. Um, Grayson Miller's only lost five, I think. I mean, this is, those are some stacked, uh, it's a stacked lineup for Summit, and I think that's going to make a big difference. And they're the clear cut favorite out of that. Brentwood found a way to beat Centennial, uh, I think it was last week to, uh, grab the, the top spot in that, that, uh, southern region. Uh, excuse me. Let's see, they break it up. District 14. The, yeah. It's, north and south. There's, there's the north and south. So they're the northern one. There's mm-hmm. northern one. <laughs> Everybody's yeah. south of me. I live in Springfield. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, Brentwood is the number one seed out of the District 14 North contingent, and they're mm-hmm. going to face mm-hmm. Independence. Summit is the number one out of the south. They're going to face, uh, face Centennial. And neither of these semifinal opponents have seen have wrestled against each other head-to-head this year. So so this will be the yeah. first time Brentwood and Indy match up. It'll be the first time Summit and Centennial match up. And – Given my background, I have a tough time just conceding this semifinal to the Spartans. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But but they they do have quite the impressive lineup. Like you said, they've got four freshmen that have won twenty plus victories each, and they've got the undefeated two eighty five pound junior Ryan Smith. So um, ought to be some interesting, exciting action at Brentwood High School this evening. Oh, I think so too. And you know. The, the Centennial boys have watched, have watched them a couple times too, and they have uh, they have some great talent out there. Um, and anchored, of course, by a returning state medalist Alex Abel, the one sixty kid that uh, they can go just about anywhere. I've watched them wrestle up and down as well. Um, uh, seen some good things from Elijah Benfield, the one hundred thirteen pound freshman. Um, it, I think it's going to be it's going to be pretty solid. Uh, who's another one? Theron Campbell stands out a lot for for Centennial as well. He's right there with Alex Abels at that 152-ish range. Um, Patrick Stiblo was actually one of our uh, um, gateway tire athletes of the week um, at that 195-pound uh, range because he's a second-year wrestler, but he stepped up big, especially in these duels. Uh, I think he's 21-9 and nine on the year, but uh, he won a couple tough tournaments as well, so... Yeah, yeah Stiblo is one of those Philip Pelkey specials there. He kind of recruited mm-hmm. him out of the classroom, <laughs> almost literally. Yep. Had not wrestled yeah. before he got to high school. And, you know, like you said, you look up and he's 21 and 9. Yeah, exactly. And he's got the uh, – he won the Fairview Invitational, the one that was the makeup for uh, the uh, Father Ryan Classic there. So, I mean, that was against some tough teams. That, Central, that, that, field, that, that field was no slouch. To come out of there as a champion, you've um, you've accomplished something. So kudos to him for that. And um, be looking to see what he can do here over the postseason. Again, we're visiting with Charles Pulliam of the Williamson Herald on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline. He is brought to you by the Williamson Herald. Um, getting back to hoops for a second, Charles, besides 11 AAA, what games are kind of on your radar tonight and um, later on this week? Well, um, it's kind of hard to, to dip out of 11 AAA sometimes, but I'm always keeping keep my eyes on the uh, Brentwood Academy boys and girls, actually. Uh, those are two two tough teams to always kind of follow, and uh, they're looking at the actual setup now and trying to remember who plays who. <laughs> um, 
I'm following them quite a bit because those unbelievable BA boys are uh, are one of a kind. I've watched watched them a couple times. Trent McNair, guys like that, leading the way, and they are just they're just a tough team. Um, coming off a uh, let's see, they played. I think I got the girls right here. Darn. Uh, so the Brentwood Academy girls trying to bounce back from a couple tough losses. They fell to Stone Memorial and then lost on a buzzer beater to Father Ryan. Um, and Ryan's actually beaten Brentwood Academy, I think, two years in a row now after not beating BA on the girls' side for a good dozen years. But um, Brentwood Academy, 12-6, and six, trying to bounce, bounce back. They uh, go to Harpeth Hall. That's one that I was watching there for sure to see how the BA girls bounce back. Um, and that'll be on uh, – tonight actually so huh see there's just there's too much to cover <laughs> <laughs> no rest for the weary huh yeah exactly it's just it's constant um i know there's i think there's that plan franklin page matchup at some point this week too and it, with with the way scheduling changes and stuff it's, it's been a challenge to <laughs> to constantly uh you make make the adjustments tuesday morning is kind of the thing <laughs> we understand no doubt. But uh, B, uh, BA and MBA face off on Friday, and that's a big one. So that was one of my, Where's that my Division Two matchups. Uh, that'll be at MBA. Man, that place is a palace. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that's, a, that's rivalry beyond rivalry there. <laughs> Should be fun despite uh, the attendance. Unfortunately. Limitations. Limitations, unfortunately. <laughs> but it is what it is. So true. So true. And, you know, everyone that I've, uh, I've been able to chat with, you talk to a lot of these kids, too. It's always about, hey, you know, fans or not, we'll, we'll make a, we make a, like, what was it, the, the Franklin-Brentwood boys game. Matt Thurman for the Franklin boys after they won 46-44. He's like, yeah, we make it electric no matter what. <laughs> so you just do that, <laughs> fans or not. Well, and, and I'm sure it makes for great viewing on nfhs or on facebook live or wherever you can find these games um because as thurman said whenever you put franklin and brentwood together it doesn't matter if if it's a packed gym or if it's an empty gym you're you're gonna get a heck of a ball game it's gonna be a lot exactly of and we see a lot of that throughout the county no doubt charles thanks so much for hanging out with us today we appreciate it uh charles pulliam on the parks motor sales hotline brought to you each week by the williamson herald and they print on Thursdays. They're the only print and digital news outlet in Williamson County. They have been for the last 15 years. And Charles gives you the best in video online. He gives you the best pictures in print. Can't beat it, man. And if you see him out, take a stalker picture of him and post it to Twitter. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> there you go. Men at work. <laughs> Charles, uh, thanks, I like man. It. appreciate it. Thank you so much. Tell, uh, tell Coach Alexander I said, hey. <laughs> we'll do it. I'll see you here in a few hours, man. Yep. See you at Brentwood, Mel. Thank All right, then. All right. That's Charles Pulliam once again of the Williamson Herald talking Williamson County sports as he does each and every Tuesday. Well, he does it every other Tuesday. We talk Williamson Herald sports every Tuesday. We get Joe With somebody. Next week. We get Joe next week. Yeah. Stick side.